You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 170, Feng Shui Chi Forecast, May 2022. Welcome to episode 170 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list to get special offers only for our mailing list subscribers. And we are so excited because we just started our new certification program. We've welcomed new students. And if you've thought about diving in deep, learning feng shui, maybe even changing your profession or doing a shift on your career or incorporating feng shui into something you already do, be sure to check out our certification program. We do a practitioner certification program. It's six months long at mindfuldesignschool.com. And we just started our new class, but it's not too late to join. So this month, we are welcoming May, and we have our monthly chief forecast. Laura has pulled some beautiful feng shui cards for mm-hmm. the tarot to look at the energy for the month. And before we get into that, I just wanted to go over some key dates based on the solar term and the moon cycle. The solar term starts on May 5th, where summer begins. Finally, right? <laughs> And this is the seventh solar term in the lunar calendar. And another important date we have is May 16th, which is a full moon. We have the full flower moon. Yeah. May 5th, summer begins. I think there's probably some of you out there thinking that doesn't sound right because May 5th, depending on where you live, might still be working in spring. But when these solar terms were developed centuries ago, they were developed in a a warmer climate in China. And so summer begins describes a time when the spring flowers are starting to fade. Those tulips are starting to, you know, move back down into the earth, but also that the crops that were planted earlier in the spring are starting to actually get quite like bigger and taller. They're, they're moving upward. So I would say to you, and I, I mean, I, again, I live in a a fairly Northern climate that you just start noticing what's happening where you are in what part of the world you're in, um, Northern hemisphere, because this is what it, you know, speaks to and see, you know, yes, I'm in a Northern climate and we can't, for instance, it's not until later in May that we would be planting. So the flower moon really brings to mind summer flowers, big blooms. And that is really toward the end of May when you can actually plant some of those annual big, bright blooms, like, you know, geraniums, marigolds, what, whatever, whatever you choose, you know, whatever you like, but this time take the time to, so if you live in a place where you've got full, beautiful blooms, that's magical. Um, notice that if you're in a more Southern climb, but it's also, there's always at this time flowers that are hardier, that are, that are really starting to bloom for instance, for where I am, I know that there are primroses, violets, lungwort, these hardier varietals that are native to where I live. So it is overall the chi of May is a shift, right? You're moving into summer. So it's so changes are coming in that big energy, more moving into a more yang energy. So 
I asked the question and I pulled tarot cards as I usually do. And I asked the question, how can the Holistic Spaces podcast listener community navigate the energy of May? And I pull one card that has to do with the theme that maybe, you know, that we can all be aware of that's there for us. And then I pull another card that talks about more of an action, how you can act on it and what you need to know a little bit more awareness around that. So for the theme, I got the magician, which is, as we, as if, you know, tarot, it's card number one, and it's, you know, the deck cover of every box. And it's the image that everyone sees when you talk about tarot. So it's a very iconic image and it's a pretty important card. It's a pretty big card in the major arcana. And it has to do with manifesting creativity. It is about the time being now to have your ideas to take shape and form. So it's about taking what is up maybe in your mind or in your thoughts or up in the universe, heavens that haven't been material yet, that haven't been made material, but you, you're aware of them and pulling them down to the earth and making them manifest. So in this card on his table, he has all four of the suits and all four of the energies because all of the gifts are available to you right now. So you have right now and the flowers are all in full bloom. You have roses and lilies in this card and that flowers in full bloom symbolize that the time is now. So now is the time for you to take a look at what gifts you're being given, what are, what's in front of you, like with the magician, they're on his table in front of him. And what can you use with the gifts that you've been giving to manifest and to create something? It's big, young energy. The symbol where he's pointing up is as above, so below, right? So again, it's the idea of what's up there, maybe nebulous, maybe just concept can become reality and manifest. So it's a powerful, positive card. And it reminds us all that we have that creative power in us. So it's a great card. I mean, it's big, 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 big energy. So we should all be excited about that. And then to lay that on top, the action card was the ace of wands. And that's really, you know, overall direction, impulse, action to take, you know, kind of your, your marching orders, if you will, like, what do I need to know? What do I need to do? And in this case, it's the ace of wands again, like big, big creative energy. You are being offered an opportunity. Ace cards mean that there is an opportunity. Something is being presented to you. Something is being put in front of you. And in this card, it's literally a hand coming out of nowhere, out of a cloud, holding a wand, one wand. And wands represent, they, they're symbolized or they're shown as a staff of wood. And in this case, it has growth on it, new growth on it. And in tarot, wands are associated with the fire, with fire energy, but the energy and the way it's described, it's very much like it's a mix of both wood and fire. And it has a lot of wood chi. It's how, as feng shui practitioners, if you described a lot of the characteristics of wands, you would come up with wood. And there's a lot around doing, taking action, growing. And in the card too, there's the fertile background. So again, it speaks a lot about the vitality of wood. 
So I would say, given both of these cards, there really is the idea of a new venture, new idea, or just simply creative energy. There's creative energy around you that you need to take it, that you can, that it's being offered to you. You can, you can choose, you choose to take advantage. You don't have to, you could walk away and say, I don't have it in me right now to do this, but it's there for you. But in all ACE cards, you must take the first step to start the ball rolling. Angie, do you feel that creativity? Are you ready for it? <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work, doesn't it? You're like, oh my <laughs> well, I'm, I actually, well, actually I'm preparing to go to a meditation retreat in the beginning of the month, but although it may seem like a meditation retreat is the opposite, it's actually quite a lot of, there's a lot of yang within that yin time and space. So that it is an opportunity to create space for a lot of change and shifts and, and growth and growth. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to happen in the same way because what people don't know is within the yin, there's yang within the yang mm-hmm. there's yin, and there are not dualistic. Actually, they're, mm-hmm. uh, they're non-dual, but they're not the same thing either. So it's both. And again, you know, it's whatever that creativity and that growth and that new opportunity means to you. You know, I mean, yes, these are big cards. Those of you that know tarot know that these are pretty big energy cards, but they're all, this is the, you know, this is with the practice, any of these practices and these modalities, you choose how you want to use it. You choose what that first step is. You choose no choice is a choice. So overall, I think how we can work with this energy is you can choose whether or not you want to go with this big yen energy. You know, maybe you're ready for it. You want to tap into that. Maybe you just want to be creative because there's a lot of creative energy around this. Maybe you're up for seeking out new opportunities. There's a, a continuum of how you can use this, the chi of this month. And the chi of May overall, you know, when we're talking about the solar terms and the flower moon really speaks to the idea of growth, warmth, and about that, that crop that's growing, that's reaching up for the sky. And it's about you feeling that in yourself too. Maybe it's just about you standing tall and feeling like you're in full bloom. You're just really feeling at your, your best and, you know, maybe feeling like you're that, you know, flower with your feet rooted in the ground, but then you're reaching up just like the symbol of the magician, you know, as above, so below and having that connection. So really cool cards to pick. Cause I feel like the last couple, they've been real thinkers and some, some stuff that has really got us to like maybe challenge ourselves and to think about how we can work with what's going on. And so um, it's a nice, um, it's a shift, which goes so nicely into the warmth of summer too. So Angie, if I said, what would you say feng shui wise that you could do to support, to tie that in? I was thinking about what you talked about with standing tall in full bloom. Like I was visualizing a sunflower actually and standing really tall, watching the sun, moving along with the sun, but also being firmly connected to the ground. So this also ties into the flower full moon that we have this month. And in feng shui, flowers are a wonderful way to invite shift and change and this yang element into your space and your life. Yang energy is actually the creative and that doesn't mean creativity but it means the creative it means means starting something new and flowers can be a beautiful way to do that and um, we actually have some upcoming episodes 
in May about flowers. So we're going to do an episode on orchid symbolism in feng shui, as well as the lotus symbol. But you can bring in any kind of seasonal flower or flowers from your own garden or pick up some flowers at the store. But really bringing in the beauty of flowers, the fragrance of flowers, and the impermanence of flowers can create a big shift in your home. You can also add another twist to it. So you can, first of all, put flowers where you want to put them. And maybe touch into what like immediately comes up for you as your favorite place to put flowers or a place that you would like to put flowers in your home. And that's probably the right place for you. And you can also look at it from from a more purposeful perspective, or you can look at and see like what that area represents and think about like, okay, so I thought about like the first place that I want to put my flowers is the entry. And so you could see like, maybe that's a part of your life that needs some extra yang energy and extra chi movement. So like the entry is a great place to put flowers because it's your connection to the outside world. You can invite in more yang energy through your front door with fresh flowers at your front door. Another place would be like your dining table. Your dining table represents how you entertain, how you connect with your community. So if you'd like to bring more change or shifts and more energy to your community, your friendships in life, you can place the flowers on your dining table. What do you think about the bathroom, Laura? Yeah, I think it's the bathroom. I think the bathroom is a good place. It is a place for recharging and resetting, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't always have to see bathrooms as being negative, right? And you can bring in that color and that fragrance as a, as another layer about when you're, you're transforming, you're, you know, getting ready for your day or, you know, preparing yourself or recharging or refreshing that those flowers can support that. Mm -hmm. You can also put the fresh flowers into your bath too. Mm, Yes. There you go. Good one. Yeah. And then there's your bedroom. So if you felt like you would like to put flowers in your bedroom, that means that you yourself, you and your partner, or you personally need uh, maybe a little chi boost on your mm-hmm. own in all areas of your life, but it's more personal. And the kitchen could be a great place for flowers if you want to provide a boost with how you nourish yourself, as well as your finances. The office is if you need a little chi boost for your work and your career. Mm-hmm. And finally, like your living room would be a great place for flowers if you want to bring more chi boost or uh, more energy to your connections with your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Flowers have a way, you know, both color, fragrance, texture, shape, they just have a way of bringing joy into the home and lifting the chi. Yes. So thank you so much, Laura, for doing our chi forecast. You're welcome. And thank you all listeners so much for listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast, please share it, subscribe, leave a review. And most importantly, you can support our podcast by signing up for our mailing list and checking out our offerings. We have a functional certification program that's open for enrollment right now. It's just starting. It's not too late to join. We also have mini courses and special offerings 
only available for our newsletter subscribers. So be sure to visit our website at mindfuldesignschool.com, scroll down, sign up for a mailing list. And on that website, mindfuldesignschool.com, you could read our blog, learn more about feng shui and holistic living. And thank you so much for listening again. We'll see you next week.